0: and welcome back. I took a week off but uh, here we are with episode 37 of the Adventures with Stuffers podcast. Um, You know y'all might be wondering why I decided to take a little little short break and that was because I planned a very short, very impromptu impromptu trip to Universal Orlando. Is anyone shocked? Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) So I'm bringing you a nice little recap episode but of course, uh, I don't do these episodes alone, so I roped uh, your friend and my friend. She She's all of our friends at this point. I roped in Angie to come discuss my trip with me because uh, she was living vicariously through me and my stories and my life. So hi, Angie. Welcome. Hi. hi. Thanks for having me back
1: mm-hmm. again.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody hates me yet. I mean, maybe they do. They just keep it to themselves. And that, that's... that's fine. Please keep it to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Um, there was, I had told Angie, like, my plan of what I was going to do before I left. And that plan half half worked. Most of it, I think, worked the way it was supposed to. Um, and I ended up doing things that I really didn't plan to do. And I, I, I just... I don't know. This trip was was just different for me. Um, it was my first solo trip where I felt a lot more comfortable. Um, if you guys listen to when I went to the Orlando Informer meetup last year by myself, I think I also talked about this with Adam. I think it was the solo trip episode with Adam. I was not comfortable and I was like, I don't know if I would do this again. Um, I have, I mean, clearly I did it again and I mean, Angie does a lot of things solo. So I really channeled my inner Angie this trip and I
1: think it worked out for me. Um, it did. And I I think you can say too, like, it wasn't a completely solo trip, you know, you met up with a bunch of people and
0: yeah, I did. And I'll, and I mean, we can talk about that too, But there's something to be said about like at the end of the day and you go back to your hotel and you're just, it's just you, it, it's a weird, a weird feeling, or maybe that's just me, but I get a lot, I get a lot of anxiety in my head and I'm like this. And the other thing, I will say that this trip, I was dog tired because the Florida heat is no joke. Um, so a lot of it was just me taking a shower, jumping into bed and like trying to fall asleep. Um, but that's, you know, that we'll, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get to that part. Um, I think the first thing is I got on the plane, y'all. I got on the plane. This flight was great. My return flight, I almost puked. Uh, let's just say my plane dropped out of the sky like some airtime on some velocity coaster, but it was a plane and it was just not expected. And it was I and it's to no fault of anyone, I don't think. Maybe the pilot, but like it was a vibe and ride until I swear the last five, ten minutes when we're starting our descent. And it wasn't even like sometimes the descent, like you feel like you're you're, you know, de what's it called? Deacclimating de what what's the word? You're the descending, but like a different way to say that. And like you have that little slight drop where you're like, Oh, I'm going down. We're we're landing. It wasn't that. It it was straight up like like Velociraptors were after me type type vibes. And I was scared. I feared for my life ever so slightly.
1: Ever so slightly. The universe just didn't want you to go yet. They want to do one last ride.
0: Clearly, clearly. And I did not have my motion sickness patches, so I was not prepared anyway, but I landed at MCO. I had gotten there around 1230 in the afternoon. And typically if you listen to my live on Sunday or my lives on Sunday, I kind of went through this, but we're going to say it for the folks on a, on a larger scale here. I typically save like the first travel day and I go to Disney Springs for food because Disney Springs, I will give them this. They have good food and do. you know, I just wanted to treat the person who picked me up from the airport to to some lunch. So we headed to Disney Springs and we got there around one, well, like one thirty. And there was there was like no line for Gideon's. It was like 10 you 15 minutes. So there was no virtual line. It, it was straight up just people standing there. So we said, all right, well, I guess we'll get we'll get a cookie and we'll get the pride cake because I wanted to try the pride cake, you know, for the content and just to get the pride cake because I like cake. Um, and to my surprise, they still had the coffee cake crumble cookie, which I had also never been able to try because every time I go, it's sold out. And mind you, this is one thirty in the afternoon and they had it. So, not to toot my own horn, but Thursdays seem to be the day. Just for the record, got lucky again. I will absolutely never get that lucky. (laughs) That's why I bought it when I bought it. Um, I will post a photo. I'm sure the photo will maybe be posted by now. I have no idea how I'm going to go about posting. All the photos I took, all the videos, the videos you'll probably find on TikTok before Instagram, but the photos I'll probably start posting. Um, well, I probably already started posting on Monday um, of a picture of this cake because it was huge. And then I did post a picture of the cookie on my Discord for anyone who follows me on Twitch. You know, I have a Discord server if anyone's interested in joining that. I do have a link in the bio of all of my socials. So feel free to join that. Um, it was huge. It was Like I'm still eating it. I flew. I flew back with it. I started eating it when I got home, and I'm still eating it. Like it. It's a big. It's a big boy. Very big boy.
1: Have you had it with some actual coffee yet?
0: Um. No, I actually haven't had any coffee since I've been home, and I just think I think it's the heat exhaustion. Just like Mm -hmm. I, the thought of having coffee just makes me feel like I want to puke. So I've been chugging water, and I think today when we were recording this i had a ginger beer i was like i want juice but we didn't have juice so i got a ginger beer and that's what i've been sipping on all day and now that i'm
1: i'm back to drinking water and just for everybody that's listening she's been home 24 hours maybe a little bit yes. more yes yeah yeah
0: i've yeah no i've been home about 24 hours cuz i ended up picking up lunch on the way home and i didn't get home until and later in the afternoon but yes yeah, so then we proceed to go to Boathouse if you've read my blog posts Boathouse
1: is
0: my favorite no it's my second favorite because Homecoming I think has really inched into the first place here if you've never been to Homecoming great fried chicken great moonshine uh uh, what's it called moonshine like the taste uh, board board flight uh, flight. Moonshine yeah. flight I'm like what is the word <laughs> um, but there weren't any reservations available but when we got there it really was not that busy so I should have just done walk up but that's neither here nor there um, boathouse we got a really good table like looking at the water um, I had gotten the lobster roll which loaded up with lobster by the way very delicious. We got the calamari as an appetizer. Um, my friends, one of my friends got the fish tacos. My other friend got the shrimp and andouille sausage, Mac and cheese. I will say the Mac and cheese. I was surprised cause they use like the shells, the mini shells, not like the cavatappi, cava However you pronounce that noodle. I was expecting like the, the corkscrew type of noodle versus the, the shells. Um, but he enjoyed that as well. And I finally tried the duck duck raz, which if you don't know what that is, it is an alcoholic beverage that comes with a cute little, you know, floaty duck. And I did keep the floaty duck and it is in my possession. still, probably in my bag, cause I haven't fully unpacked yet. Um, but that was very good. It was kind of strong, but like after a couple of sips, you're like, nah, it's all right. And I just kept chugging. I was fine. No, no cry for help there. Um, that was just kind of like the entry into my trip at this point it hadn't hit me that i was in orlando it took me a very long time before i was like wow i am here and i'm doing stuff and like i don't this trip was full of a bunch of firsts like i parked at the airport by my like i drove myself to the airport instead of like getting dropped off i parked my car there Like the whole thing, it was just a lot of uh, independent living that I'm just not used to, which I guess is my own dang fault, but still. Um, And then we ventured to the hotel. Angie, you haven't stayed at Aventura. I have not. You were waiting for me to tell you about Aventura. I, I I have some friends that are staying at Aventura later this year. I have some friends that have already stayed there. And I, it, they sent you an email to mobile, mobile check-in, um, the night before. So I did that and there was no line in the lobby. So I went ahead and checked in. My room was ready, went up to the room, dropped off my stuff. Um, I will be posting a room tour if I haven't already. Um, the room was very nice. It, it was a lot smaller than I anticipated. Um, And I'm not really sure why I anticipated it to be bigger than it was because it is a value resort or a prime value resort. I I don't know like what the real difference is, but it's like more or less a value resort. Um, And it gave me, I don't even, I want to say Royal Pacific was about the same size, if not a little bigger, but Aventura it's great if you can get a decent price on it. I will say I don't think I would spend over $200 for that room a night. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I did, it would be like low two hundreds a night for that. I think the range, I think like a decent price for that is 180 I may or may not be mistaken on that. I think 180 is a good price for that room if like you can get it for that much. I think I had, um, I had gotten an annual pass holder rate for it where it was, I don't even remember what I paid, but it was around that a night. I think my deposit was like $175, so I want to say that I got a decent price on it, especially for how late that I booked it. Um, It does come with a mini fridge. It came with a safe. It comes with a, a nice closet. I will say like the storage is what took up a good chunk of the room or that's how it felt because the, you guys cannot see my hand gestures, but I am gesturing. It was like a very tall closet, like cupboard situation for like, you know, it had an ironing board and iron and then place like extra pillows and stuff and then hangers to hang your clothes. And then next to that was more storage, but it had the coffee bar and then the mini fridge and then the safe above that. And then if you kept walking into the room, there was like a nice desk area it wasn't anything super fancy, but it was, there was a chair attached. There was like a desk lamp and then some plugs right next to like where the mini fridge is, so that I could sit down and kind of, that's where I ate my food. That's where I was like scrolling um, on my phone and talking to the Dillow's Diz. Um, And then the rest of the counter was just counter space and storage. And there was a TV. It's not, it wasn't super fancy, but it, I mean, it was clean and it, that, you know, it was a room. You you got stuff done there. Um, I did have a two queen room. My view was of uh, one of the towers or buildings of Cabana Bay. And the road wasn't a bad view, but wasn't anything to write home about. I will say, and Angie knows this because I said it when I talked to her. I could not figure out the lights for the life of me. So I'm going to tell you because I felt like the dumbest person in the world. When you stay at Aventura, they are very modern and they have iPads that you can control the temperature of the room, the lights, the TV. It's very nice. I really liked it for the TV because it told you the different like FX, USA, TV. Like it told you all of that and all you had to do was touch it. Um, and like you controlled everything. You can even check out and pay your bill on, on the iPad as well. I used it to control the lights, but when I had all the lights on, like they, it was still dark in the room. And I was like, this room is so dark. I don't understand how people can, can deal with this situation. Needless to say on the little side table, middle table in between the two beds, there is the, the back bar with the plugs in it. There is a nice little switch back there. Do yourself a favor, flip that on and it'll illuminate like the, the backboards of the beds and it'll illuminate the whole room. Don't be like me and sit in the dark for your first day and a half.
1: I'm sure you're not the only one that's ever had this problem.
0: I mean, it's literally like a power strip, like the light switch that you have, like the switch on a power strip to turn it on and off. That's exactly what it is. And honestly, there's so much, I mean, that's not so much, but there's like a bunch of stuff on that table. There's the phone, there's the iPad charger. There's like a, I think it's a speaker. I wasn't even paying attention much. And like it blocks the view of all that stuff. Like how was I supposed to know? Okay. So don't be like me. You switch, switch the switch. That's all I got to say. <laughs> there's switch your hot tip for the day. Um, It did come with a blow dryer, which I did use. There were plenty of towels and plenty of like small towels, big towels, all the things. The shower, the controls were like on the left side where you got into the shower. And then the shower, the, the ped, the, the, you know, the shower head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That thing was on the opposite wall. So it was two different. It wasn't, I don't know. For me, they're usually on the same wall here. It was not, um, there wasn't. There was only one hook thing in the bathroom for like your towel. Mm. And then there's like the bar above the toilet where you can hang a towel as well. But there was only one like hooky thing. Um, So that might be problematic for people that are staying like multiple people in a room. But overall, it was clean. And I will say it was the most quiet room I have ever stayed in on Universal Property. With all that being said. It was the most quiet room on property and the food was really good. I'm not even going to, we're going to, we're going to save that last bit that I was going to save for the end of this. The urban pantry was great. They had a walk, they have a walk station, a roast station and a pizza station. And the pizza station has gelato. I didn't try the gelato, but you know, it's gelato. How can it be bad? And then there was the um, bar 17 with the bistro on the rooftop. What I did was, is my first night I had gotten the walk station where you get your choice of protein and the five veggies, and then you get your choice of sauce. I believe it was teriyaki, sweet and sour, chicken broth, and I think vegetable broth. I got the chicken broth, steak, and then five veggies. I I took it to go, and to go, it comes in, you know, like the, um, like in Chinese, Chinese restaurants, they'll give you like the to-go containers of the soups, the big tall ones, the plastic ones. That's what it's served in. So just keep that in mind that it's not like you don't have a bowl for yourself to pour it in. You kind of just eat it out of that container. It was fine for me. Some other people might, you know, have some issues and that's okay. But they do give you silverware and soy sauce and all that. And then I went to the rooftop bar because I wanted to try the bao buns. It's three bao buns for $18. $18. They only have three choices, so I got one of each. And then I got a drink that was fairly good, Sunset. Let me tell you, I had a few drinks that day, so I don't really remember what the name of the drink was. (laughs) It had rum in it, and I'm pretty sure it was Sunset something or other. Don't quote me on that, because clearly I don't remember. I will look it up, though, while I'm talking about these bao buns. Um, The bao buns, very expensive, obviously, for for the amount of food that you get, but they were very good. The Mongolian beef is probably my favorite thing or favorite one that I had, and they have like a, I don't know if it would be considered vegetarian, like what the the, uh, category would be, but there was one that was just mushrooms and like some sort of sauce and veggies. And that one was delicious. I will say I was underwhelmed with the uh, pork belly one for some reason, every single time I get pork belly on like anywhere it's just dry and just not it for me. So I don't necessarily recommend the pork belly. If you want to try it, obviously go right ahead, but it just wasn't my favorite. Um, but I mean, it was good. So I can't really, I can't really complain there. Um, but yeah, that was the food that I had at the hotel.
1: So for everybody listening, like you've, you've stayed at quite a few different universal resorts. How would Adventura uh, stack up to other value resorts you've been to? I talked about this briefly on my live.
0: And someone told me that it isn't fair to compare these, but I'm going to do it anyway, because when I'm giving recommendations to people, this is how I do it. I don't necessarily do it off of the category of hotel, like prime preferred value premier. Like I don't do it that way. I do it based off of the vibe, the experience and like overarching, um, and enjoy it enjoyability is that a word the the amount you enjoy the hotel whatever I don't even know if that's a real word we're gonna go with it gonna trademark it right now trademark enjoyability thank you very (laughs) much um it I think Oh, also, I forgot to mention this. I had issues with signal on my phone the entire stay. And I don't know if it was where my room was located. Like, I didn't have it in the lobby. It was just in my room. Something else to keep in mind. You do get free Wi-Fi, but I was still having issues. So just something to keep in mind. But if I had to re-rank my top hotels, I still will say Sapphire and Hard Rock Hotel are my top two. Hard Rock will always be my go-to. For when I need express passes. If I can get Portofino Bay. And I'm celebrating an anniversary or something. I will still go to Portofino Bay. Because everyone knows I do love Portofino. It's just typically the more expensive. Of you know between Hard Rock. And and that one. Sapphire. Is technically. The next tier. Above Aventura. But. I think the overall vibe. Uh, I wish I could I could describe this more. It's just a brighter, happier, easygoing feel to Sapphire. I love the smell of the lobby. I I also will say I'm a bit biased because I do have a lot of like personal, like, uh, not nostalgia but personal attachment to Sapphire Falls. It's just always been my go-to and Aventura, though it offers a lot of modern elements, it felt more plain to say, to just plain to say the least. I think Um, I would put it above Cabana Bay because of the quiet factor it wasn't a far walk to get to any of the parks in terms of like I just walked to Sapphire or like the shuttle was really quick um I I liked how close it was to Sapphire to catch the water taxi so that was a big plus for me uh Cabana Bay just continually is just loud I will always recommend it for families just for myself in my mid-20s I think I'm actually past my mid-20s. I think we're, we're inching toward 30 at this point. So upper 20s, whatever. I'm getting old. <laughs> um, it's just not for me. So my rankings will be Hard Rock, because typically I always need to express on during the times I go. But Sapphire and Hard Rock are, are more or less tied. Portofino Bay, Aventura. Mm, I think even Royal Pacific is above Cabana Bay at this point. And then Cabana Bay. I will say uh, Endless Summer is not on this list because I have not stayed there. And unfortunately for y'all, but probably not unfortunately for me, I have a very, I'm very uh, call me bougie, call me entitled, call me whatever you want to call me. I just, am not a big fan of shuttle buses and I like the convenience that staying on those, you know, those top three provide me um, in terms of distance to the parks That is something that is important to me. And that's what I prioritize. However, if you are in, like, if you're looking for a great hotel on a budget, I've heard great things about Endless summer, just personally for me, I don't think that staying there is in my immediate future, unless like, that's just, you know, I need to save money and that just need uh, just budgetary reasons at that point. There's nothing, I mean, there's nothing wrong with docks or Surfside and Dockside I've heard mixed reviews in terms of it being loud. I've heard mixed reviews on it's just, it's great. But, you know, a lot at the end of the day, I think you get what you pay for. And I think that that's across all hotels. Um, but I think the one thing that I truly, truly applaud Aventura about is how quiet it is. You do not know how, like, important that is until you're, it's 11 o'clock at night and you're just trying to, to sleep. Because I've stayed at the other hotels and sometimes you can hear like the toilets flushing, which is, you know, not a big deal. Sometimes you'll hear people running down the hallways. I know I've stayed at Disney and I literally heard people screaming and stomping outside my hotel room and it was just not an enjoyable experience. Like each hotel, I mean, you get what you pay for um, in terms of like more families will stay at X place instead of Y place. Some people are just loud. Some hotels are older than others where it's just not, you know, it's, it's an old-ass building and, and it, the walls are thin. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but uh, that, I mean, Aventura really provides, if you're just going for a place to sleep, modern feel quiet, want to get some drinks off the rooftop bar, eat at the hotel for convenience, I think that it's a great choice. Will I stay there again? Because I know that that question's coming. I might stay there again solo I would not stay there with my husband because I know he would not enjoy it just because I know him and you know that's a whole nother thing I think everyone should try it and you know get you know give me their opinions as well um even if you're listening to this now and you've stayed there please let me know your opinions I have no the food was absolutely great the atmosphere was great people were nice all of that jazz it was you know a lot of positives. Um, I just think it doesn't, I mean, it just doesn't scream like whole immersive universal to me, which is not like a huge deal, but to me, that's just one of my not priorities, but just kind of something I look for. And I think the, the strong smells of Sapphire and like the rocking out of hard rock and just like the different traditions I've already accumulated in my life. It was hard for me. To kind of inch this one above the rest but it definitely is still above cabana bay for me and that mm-hmm. was a very long-winded explanation Great. on my rankings of the hotels but i figured i might as well be thorough if i'm talking to you guys about it
1: yes of course so let's kind of try to segue into the parks now like oh, uh, God. you you ha- you told me that you walked from uh aventura to the parks at one point and do, do you
0: never do that again for
1: anyone else never never do
0: that never do that all right in terms of transportation
1: i tried
0: accidentally or purposefully i my first day i walked to sapphire i waited for the water taxi then i went you know i took the water taxi to city walk i waited i got waiting for the water taxi and then walking in all of that it was probably about a 15 minute turnaround and most of that waiting was just me waiting. I missed, like I got there just as the boat was leaving. So I had to wait for the next one. That was fine because it's so close. It's really not that big of a pain. And that was easy. On the way back from City Walk to the hotel or to Sapphire, that was an even longer wait. I think I waited 25-ish minutes, um, probably close to 20 minutes just for the water taxi and then you know, the time it took to go back to the hotel and then walk across. I still think I like that better than, uh, taking the shuttle bus. If you're, if you're lucky and the bus is, sh- this is what I'll tell you. If you're lucky and the bus is showing up as you're leaving to go to the parks, just take the bus. It'll save you time in the long run. Cause you cannot see if a water taxi is there at Sapphire. I would just take the bus and I'm, and I'm telling you, it'll probably be quicker. The one thing I will tell you not to do, unless you are a huge walker and like exercise, do not, for the love of cheese, walk from Islands of Adventure back to Aventura. It was a (laughs) 20-minute walk, and I about passed out from from walking, because I already walked enough, and then I walked more. I was like, oh, it'll it'll be faster if we just walk. I was wrong i was wrong and i will not recover (laughs) it it was a lot i'm really glad that i um did it just to know but i mm, unless you like walking and you're a big fan of walking to the parks please for the love of cheese utilize the transportation they provide you save your feet
1: save yeah exactly just save yourself
0: Correct. I will say the main reason why we decided to walk is because the water taxis weren't running. And I figured everyone would be going to the boats or to the shuttles. So I didn't really want to like wait. And I was like, oh, by the time that we wait and then the bus shows up, like we'll be there. Maybe it was faster, but like it wasn't faster for my legs. Like it it hurt my legs. So just, just something to keep in mind. I'm glad I did it. So you don't have to do it. Or or you can do it if, if you're strong-willed, unlike me. I I suffered a lot. But right. that's, that, you know, that was the walking.
1: That, that, that was the walking. As any theme park trip is, it's always hard on your feet. Mm-hmm.
0: But don't make yeah. it hard on your feet. Yeah, honestly, that was that was not my proudest moment. Of uh, yeah. Um, hard, you, the Hard Rock you, Walk is fine.
1: Oh no, that's not bad at all. But you were doing your due diligence and yeah, let's sure say you, you, mm-hmm. yeah, you're the researcher and the content creator. You had
0: exactly
1: to sure exactly.
0: <laughs> but, but Thursday eve, it was technically evening by the time we got there. We got there at like four thirty five o'clock after we were done with lunch. I checked into the hotel. I changed all that jazz. And then we headed to Universal. I, Universal Studios. I only did studios my first day, um, and I was investigating. My investigator hat was on because it was full of minions.
1: <laughs> it was all
0: full of minions. Her favorite. Uh, minions are fine. I'm just tired of how many there are. Anyway uh the there were walls around monsters cafe there were walls around shrek all had minion related things uh unconfirmed confirmed there's probably going to be a minions cafe and a minions ride based off of the new movie it is what it is i'm not a huge fan of that decision but you know if it's good ride and it's good good food i will i will rally it's fine i will say
1: anything like hollywood i think It'll be good. I think that's it'll be what
0: good. I hear that's, yeah. that's what I was hoping for. I will say something I noticed was that Fievel's play area was fenced off. So if they're getting rid of Fievel's, which is not confirmed, I'm just saying this out loud and like, they're trying to just transition to have like the minions as like a kid's area. Okay, fine. You know, kids need something too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I'm concerned what's going, you know, what they're going to do with Fievel because they have the DreamWorks meeting great back there, ET back yeah. there and Curious George still back there. So, you know, we'll see. Um, then I went into the tribute store. I have plenty, plenty, plenty of videos and photos that I will be posting. But my overarching, overarching statement that I'm going to say is this is probably my favorite tribute store that they have ever done. Not just because they had a whole ET room. That is a very big reason but not the only reason. I think a lot of the elements that they chose to showcase were great, the merch was great, and the treats were very sweet, but also they were pretty. So we'll say that they're great too. Um, I did buy some merch. Um, I bought a Jaws shirt, an ET shirt, and then a bunch of like ET patches, ET stickers, a decorative spoon. A pin and then two glasses, which you can go to my Instagram and watch my live again. I I kind of walked through all of that. Um, I made sure to try the ET in a basket cake. Like I said, very rich, but uh, I have a reaction video. We'll we'll just post that. We'll we'll post this reaction video, um, and my face is very telling. It tasted fine. It was just very sweet, very rich. And I, I, like, I like sweet things and it was too much for me. So just to keep in mind. Um, and then what I really enjoyed is they did not leave out Confrontation and they had a really cute photo op. And I will also post pictures. You've probably seen a bunch online, but I'm going to post mine because I used to be terrified of Confrontation. And now I'm like, I miss you. Come back. You were so good. Always. There's always that. Um, I did partake in some shark attacks while I was there. But the main reason I wanted to go on that Thursday was because I had a friend come and I needed to take some photos for E.T.'s 40th anniversary, which was the main reason. And my main reason, I mean, it was really the only reason why I decided to book this trip to write E.T., take photos with all the E.T. merch that I had, buy more E.T. merch type of thing. Um, So that's what I did. Um, and I also decided to, we actually did hop to islands at the end of the day, which I forgot that we did. And we stayed in Seuss Landing. We tried to do cat in the hat, but it was down. We tried to do one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. The line was a lot longer than it needs to be for that ride. And then we tried to do Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was also down. So really... We kind of just walked around islands of adventure and took a lot of pictures and videos, which you will also see. Um, And that was kind of how I ended out my first day. It was an early day. I, I, we were only there for probably three, four hours, which for me is great because being a pass holder, like you can do that. You literally don't even have to ride anything. You can just go in, take a few photos and head out. And that's exactly what I did. And that's when I went to go eat at the hotel And take part of all of that. I will say, if you haven't looked at my Twitter, please go look at the the view from the rooftop bar at uh, Aventura Hotel because the the sunrise or sunset there, chef's kiss, I'm sure the sunrise is great too, but I only watched the sunset. So, and it was very good. The food looked great. I only had the bao buns. Um, And to clarify, I got a sunset punch is what I got. I was very close with the name, but I did take a picture of the menu. If anyone is interested, please let me know. And I'll post the menu somewhere. Um, maybe in it'll probably be in my review post of the hotel. Cause I will also post a blog about that, uh, just to make it easy for everyone. Um, but they were very good. 10 out of 10 would recommend the food. At least if you choose not to stay there, maybe make a trip over to get some food. I, I highly recommend. Um, and that was the end of my first <laughs> my first day, which wasn't even a full day. And I think that that's It insane. sounds like two full days, honestly. Uh, yes. Yes, it was. All right, All right. But that's enough about my first day. Let's, let's scoochie on, scoochie on, because that
1: wasn't even the full day. <laughs> so day two comes around. You're tired. You're hot. Uh-huh. Where do you go and have breakfast?
0: All right. So the great thing, I will say that a lot of the hotels offer early park admission. Your girl does not. I don't utilize that anymore. I, I don't need to. I've ridden everything a bajillion times and I just go there. And I will ride things as like the wait times are low and do all that stuff. So I got up around 9, 930 and I decided, let me go to my favorite place, which to this day, this is still my absolute favorite place on like in the parks to eat breakfast and or lunch, the Today Show Cafe. There are many reasons, but mostly because it is consistently good. It's not a bad price. And... I also just really enjoy the the desserts and treats that they offer there a lot of the time because they do switch it out seasonally and they always have like different things. So this time they have a new sandwich, uh, Savannah Guthrie inspired sandwich thing. Um, And it is an everything croissant with sausage, egg and cheese, avocado and tomato. And when I tell you that it was probably the most, I mean, maybe I was starving, but it was the most delicious breakfast sandwich I've ever had ever I, it was just so good and I highly recommend anyone, if you are heading to the parks, please, please get this sandwich. If you hate the elements in it, please don't get it. But like, if you like all the elements, please get it and then tell me that you also agree that it is really good. I don't know if it was like the everything seasoning, like embedded into the croissant or if it was just the whole compilation of it all. It was so good. Like, wow. I also got a um it was a strawberry shortcake mousse it was a weird orange cube that looked like gelatin essentially I don't know how these things I don't know how to describe desserts because I just watched the baking shows but then when you like bit into it it was you know filled with like the mousse that was strawberry shortcake and it was so good as well um it wasn't too sweet it wasn't too like rich it was just perfect it was refreshing and i it was just a, a treat that i needed to try so i got that and it was delicious and uh thank you for asking
1: yeah you, you sent me the pictures and just they looked beautiful too you know you know if it's usually gonna taste good when it looks good
0: oh it also had some gold speckles on it so it really made me feel bougie
1: Nancy. bougie yeah
0: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um, and then from there, after I ate, um, I was I'm, I was meeting up with a friend in, in a couple hours. So I decided to just take a stroll down Hollywood. I went um, I just kind of walked around the park. Honestly, I took pictures with Homer and Bart, uh, the Shaggy and Scooby route, but I didn't get pictures with them. I did get a picture with Doc Brown, uh, mostly for Angie and nostalgia reasons, as
1: you so. should.
0: That's what it was. That's what I did. And then I decided, let me go ride Men in Black because I just feel like no trip is complete without, you know, you know, boop booping some aliens. So I did that. I only got 338,000. Well, yes, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't my best, but you know, I did it anyway. And then I decided to walk around, um, London. I think that's London. Yeah. Cause there's a, Yeah, that sounds right. I walked around outside of Diagon Alley. I I walked around where the night bus is. I took a picture with the night bus and the, and the, and the, whatchamajinker, the dude, conductor guy. Is it a conductor on a bus? Is it a conductor? I don't know. The bus dude. I took a picture with the bus bus dude dude and the bus. (laughs) I also took a picture. A lot of people don't know, but they have these things called jacket potatoes. And I took a photo of the menu. It's essentially a baked potato, but it, it's like elevated you know, it's stuffed with a bunch of stuff. They have different flavors and stuff. So I just wanted to take a nice little picture and video of the offerings of that so that people like know about it because I don't think a lot of people, they hear about it, but they don't exactly know where it is or, or they just haven't heard about it and they love baked potatoes. And I just think that it was something to kind of, um, you know, you you know, eat. I am not a huge baked potato fan. Um, but I hear that they're delicious. I think my husband tried one once and he enjoyed it as well. So what just, restaurant was this? It's just a stand outside. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah, it's right before the night bus. It's next to the fountain. It's just a green little stand. Gotcha. Um, they have jacket potatoes, um, a hot dog, a jacket potato with broccoli and cheese and beans and cheese. And then they have a shepherd's pie jacket potato and then oh, a boy. loaded jacket potato. I will tell you, that the potatoes are ten forty nine, and then the hot dog with crisps are thirteen ninety nine. I'm just letting y'all know so that you are informed when you walk over there and you're like, "Wow, this stuff is so expensive." I'm not gonna pay for whatever. I don't know how much people pay for potatoes nowadays. Um, and then,
1: inflation. of course,
0: well, yeah, inflation <laughs> in life. It's fine. Um, and then a trip wouldn't be complete without seeing my buddy Murph at Shea Alcatraz and grabbing a. A shark attack. I did get one the day before, but it was Murph wasn't there, so I had to get it when Murph was there. So I also have a new video with Murph uh, chomping on by with my shark attack, so that was great. And then I met up with my friend, who is probably if you do not follow her, let me grab her handles correctly because she has different handles on different things. She is Sam Period In with Two Eyes dot Wonderland on Instagram, and she's fallen. F A L L E N in Wonderland on TikTok. She is phenomenal. She has a lot of Harry Potter content, a lot of park content. She is local there. So, I mean, she, if, if there's a person to go to the parks with, she is the one. Um, so then I hung out with her. We spent a lot of time um, in Diagon Alley and in uh, Hogsmeade. In Diagon Alley, we went to check out that new collector's wand that is $75. I don't necessarily recommend spending $75 on that particular wand. It felt as light as like, not even a feather, but it felt like light, like there's it, there wasn't any, any oomph to it. And I was like, if I'm spending $75, I need some oomph in my wand. It just wasn't it for me.
1: Is it an interactive wand or no? No,
0: it is just a It's Definitely not worth it in my opinion either. Limited edition collectible wand is what it is. And it's pretty. Um, I can post photos if you guys are interested. It just was very light and it just didn't feel like it was worth seventy five dollars. Um, we also got Florian Fortescue's. I had sticky toffee pudding and caramel uh, salted caramel blondie ice cream in a cone. Highly recommend getting that. Um, Sam got Earl Grey and lavender and sticky toffee pudding, which was a which was a vibe. She offered me to try her Earl Grey, and I was like, I am not a tea person, so I don't want to taint my mouth with this stuff. I mean, I'm sure it's delicious and I hear great things about it. I'm just really not a tea person so I don't want to like waste. I don't like wasting things.
1: Um, and an we acquired taste too.
0: Well, yeah, I just yeah. Meh. Meh. No. It's a great smell. I don't know if I need to eat it. <laughs> um, we really spent a lot of time in the in Ollivanders and I it was funny because it was crowded in there, but I was able to kind of take it all in and really like look. And I now have such an itch to rewatch all the movies again. It's just amazing how they translated all of that into these worlds. I I don't know. I, I could cry if just thinking about it. Let's not. Let's not talk about it anymore. Uh, then we decided to write Gringotts because Gringotts is one of my top five, top 10 Mm, probably top five in universal studios but top 10 overarching rides um it's always a great time you're a single rider i rode with a bunch of first timers and one of them cried (laughs) like was sobbing scared because of the turns and the darkness and it was just hilariously like sad um dealing with that but you know it's fine um but i will say we also caught the dragon breathing fire which you know, I always, it's always just nice. It was drizzling and, uh, kind of rainy and overcast. And it was just kind of nice to kind of watch that and see everyone like freak out over it. Um, and then we decided to walk by the mummy and you guys don't know this. Cause I don't think I've mentioned it in a show before. And I don't even think I mentioned this to Angie. So she's going to be like, Oh, I didn't know that. Actually, I think I did mention it to, to her the other day, but, um, a big, you guys know that a big reason why I still go to the parks is because of, you know, my dad and like my connection, like with the parks with my dad um, and just feeling closer to him. So I realized my Sam had to go make a reservation at Finnegan's and I kind of just had like a moment of where my dad used to really love Finnegan's and one of his favorite spots to sit, especially when he was waiting for me and my brother to get off the muppy, was this bench outside of Finnegan's. Um, it's right by the entrance. It's, there's nothing really fancy about it. It's literally just a bench outside Finnegan's. Um, but I decided to take a picture, uh, sitting on the bench, just kind of, you know, looking at the mummy and kind of taking in that all in. Um, so that was a nice little moment kind of, you know, feeler moment of the trip, Where typically when I go I I go to have a good time and I'm so distracted by like all these things I want to do that I don't take the time to really take it in and this was like a perfect time because yes I went there solo by myself and yes I met up with people but the good thing about like people who are other content creators or just like close friends that literally just go to hang out with you. You don't have that pressure of doing stuff. You literally can just go do what you want to do. It's true what they say about solo trips. You do what you want to do at the pace you want to do it. Surround yourself. If you need to surround yourself with people, surround yourself with people that are like-minded and want to do the type of things that you do. So she went to go make her reservation. She took the photo for me. We wept over how the mummy is closed. I have a very funny, okay, for me, it's funny because it's me and it's my personality, but a funny video Of me trying to hug the mummy because I miss it. And I'm sad that it was closed. (laughs) And they also had this really cute mummy. They have like a, like a monster themed shop in the mummy store right now. Um, And there's this cute little mummy display outside of the mummy. And I took a picture with that. Um, which you guys will see. And the mummy is probably, is definitely like a top five ride for me. It is always my go-to. And it was just mummy that it was closed. So Um, I highly recommend checking out the mummy when you can. And then we went back by the tribute store, took more photos, took more videos. This was when I tried the ET in a basket cake that, uh, was something, it it was something. And then we decided to head to, uh, Iowa islands of adventure, um, I did check out the Jurassic World merch because Frank Dillo wanted to see if they had the like amber, uh, universal logo, the ones that the Jurassic World symbol is, but the universal studios, they did not have that. I'm sorry, Frank. Um, but there was, you know, a lot of Jurassic World merch in there and I wanted to see what kind of they offered for the 40th anniversary of ET merch. Um, but most of it was movie merch, which was fine. But, you know, no biggie, no biggie. And then we switched parks. Did I eat anything else? I don't think I ate anything else really that day until later. But we can talk about that later in this show.
1: So, uh,
0: yeah. Okay, y'all are going to be disappointed in me. and I know Angie is, but like what? it was overcast and rainy and I left by the time whatever. I'm making excuses for myself. I did not ride the Velocicoaster on the one year that it had been open. I'm sorry. You can be disappointed in me, but I have ridden it multiple times already. And I had other things to do that were priority. And you want to know what that thing was? Do you want to know? But well, okay. Technically this one wasn't priority, but it was priority. I ended up writing the carousel. All
1: the things that have been closed.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like carousel has been closed for refurb. I wrote that. I think I haven't been on a merry go or a carousel in a very long time. Like Seuss Landing is my favorite land for sure. Like other than Jurassic Park, but like, it's my favorite nostalgic. I used to go through there all the time when I was a little kid. And there is like this maze kids area situation that a lot of people do not know about so me and Sam went in there and I took like updated video and some pictures in there. And it is still as amazing as I can remember. It is like a water interactive situation so your kids will get wet in there. But it is so like they've updated it in terms of like repainting it and making sure it's not run down and gross. And I just think it's great and parents need to take their kids there. And I will get off my high horse, but we also rode Cat in the Hat and I will say, that ride's creepy they kind of need to update that a
1: little bit yeah
0: just a little bit little little you know how figment in that upside down situation how like me it looks that's how cat in the hat looks like the whole ride though like half the story was missing it it was it's just seen better days yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but the main thing that i went to islands of adventure for (laughs) that I did for the first time in forever that's the wrong company but that's okay um I did yeah yeah um I did Poseidon's Fury now you might say stuffers Poseidon's Fury is not a ride why are you wasting your time because nostalgia people nostalgia the new pain job is 10 out of 10 the the um i think they even changed the lasers that they use in that show because it felt a lot more crisp and brighter um in there the show is exactly the same as it's always been still has the water tunnel which is my absolute favorite part the ending is still the same i don't even think they updated the the quality of the projections but i still always am fascinated by wa- projections on water it was just great. So I did that. Okay. And then we were going to ride Hagrid's, but single rider was closed. And then we didn't ride Velocicoaster because it was going to pour and we were waiting to get some, you know, nice rain shots of Hogsmeade. So you can at me, but uh, priorities, you know, priorities. I did check out the All Hallows Eve boutique, which is in a very weird spot. Um, I don't even know what the area of this of the park is, but um it's it's past Poseidon's Fury and it's like a little hole in the wall. And if you don't know that it's there, you really just won't know. And I didn't understand where it was until I actually saw it. That was a cute little shop. Um, it has uh, you know, summer. I think this is supposed to be Frankenstein. I really don't know what it's supposed to be, but it has like summer, you know summer spooks wolfman i think was in there uh creepy fin dude what's the creepy fin dude a water i don't know what the guys name a creature from
1: the black black lagoon
0: yeah 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 yeah. that sounds right that sounds like some creepy dude (laughs) that sounds right um and they were all like summery like wearing lays and just like surfs up kind of vibes and it was very cute i really enjoyed that shop um they have different merch in there i do believe they also had the halloween tea like Halloween for Halloween Horror Nights, that announcement was just made within the last week or so. Um, they had that merch in there and as well as Universal Monsters merch as well. Then we went into Hogsmeade for a very, 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 very long time. Uh, walked through Jurassic Park, walked through Toon Lagoon, and then it was time for your girl, to change for dinner because I tried something new this time. I tried. I, yeah, I really, so what I wanted to do this trip was try new things and try things that are like maybe a limited release. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time I tried Antihito's in CityWalk with my best friend and um, like our friends. And I will say it is very, I don't really use it. I mean, it's theme park. So like it's to be expected, but it's very pricey mm-hmm. for what you get. Um, the tableside guac was absolutely de- delicious. You get a poop ton of chips and salsa, like that are like come with your table, like that come with it. Um, I had one drink I paid for the, the guac I paid, and then I had fajitas and my bill with my discount was about 50 something dollars. Oh boy. Just for myself. Um, the tableside guac was, I think 15 just by itself. So something to keep in mind when you are trying to figure out where to eat, I will say the food was good. I would eat there again for sure. I, it's just kind of expensive. Like it's more expensive than like other meals that I could get there. I think, um, I definitely, I had, we had a burrito at the table. I also have pictures of all of this. There was a burrito at the table, um, a quesadilla. I will say that quesadilla was pretty small. Not going to lie. The nachos that they have as an appetizer is shareable, but also if you're starving, one person could eat it. Um, someone else got the chicken fajitas and I will say the chicken smelled Mwah, sh- smelled so good. Um, but I think that guac is definitely the star of the show for sure. And I think that that was recommended to me by a bunch of people. So it definitely did not disappoint. Um, just the drinks were also, you know, drinks were expensive and I, it was literally like half a cup, like half a glass. So, I mean, it, it, I'm just being nitpicky here, but the quality was there. So I highly recommend you check it out if you can. Um, I definitely think I would like to take Jackson there forever, like in the mood for that kind of food. I would go there. Um, typically when we go, you know, cowfish is always a great place. Big fire has also become one of our staple places to go um and then the kitchen at the hard rock like especially for breakfast is like my go-to for sure so can't I mean sometimes a tiger can't a zebra can't change its stripes some someone can't change its stripes and and that's me I can't change my stripes so I try these things you you just have the things you like and you know if you were there more often you wouldn't go as often you know yeah, I think that that's out also um someone said that there are cheaper things off site. I will say I do not venture off site when I'm on a trip. I will eat on property 9 times out of 10 just because of convenience and we don't have a car ever. Um so I just like to try things on site so that you guys know. Wh- I mean in my opinion it's also subjective what's good, what I recommend um and kind of gauge what you like. I will also say make a reservation. It, it really Always. helps uh, limit wait times. You can definitely make reservations a lot further out than you can at Disney. That's a common misconception that I, I hear from a lot of people like, oh, I thought it was 60 days. No, you can start making reservations for like the end of the year now. Yeah. So I need to actually do that after we record six months out, I think.
1: And yeah, it's a much easier process than Disney. And by oh, much easier, God. I mean, it's so simple. <laughs> it's not. Complicated. Yeah, because
0: there's no they use like Zomato and um, whatever the other one is that that people use. They're like generic booking sites, but they're linked on their website and it's just very simple, very easy. You don't need to make an account. You just stick your phone number and your name in and call it a day. Um, something I've always enjoyed about um, uh Universal. Yeah. Not that I've <laughs> I also am also able to do it on my phone a lot easier. Disney, I know with reservations, like you can't use the mobile app for a lot
1: of stuff. So that no. kind of keeps You got to be on your computer for that. It, when did I wake up? 4 a.m.? I don't remember, but it was it was painful. I don't recommend it. Yeah,
0: I don't blame you. <laughs> but that was pretty much the end of that, like the park time there. Um, I, I promise there are a poop ton of videos to come. Lots of photos that I took um, that I actually like how, like, I like the photos. Um, I will also maybe share more, like, scenic photos versus just of me. I just know that the algorithms don't favor those a lot. So if you do follow me on socials, maybe turn on my notifications or add me to your favorites. Um, that would be cool. Uh, you know, TikTok is just a lot more, just um, dis- the discoverability on on TikTok is just a lot better than Instagram but I do like the static photos a lot better um just because it you know there it's I don't know I just enjoy it a lot more um but that's not where my night ended no sorry no you had one more stop I did and um this was a biggie for me this uh I went to see Jurassic World Dominion and it was the first time I went to a movie theater in at least a handful of years. Um, I have a lot of uh, anxiety when it comes to sitting in an enclosed room with other people that I don't know. So I did see this movie at City Walk to kind of help my nerves a bit more. Um, I don't really wanna go into my whole fear of life right now, but um, I will say I did not have a panic attack. So that's always great.
1: Yes, good step forward.
0: Uh, yes, a good step forward. Will I continue to go to the movie theater? probably not. but at, you know at least I saw this movie and you know, it, it wasn't a bad experience. But let me tell you, I got a text the morning we were gonna go that said the ratings were in the toilet. and I said, why? <laughs> I was like, I don't understand like I'm going into this with zero expectations. Let's just go see it. It doesn't matter. When I tell you that I do not understand what th- why the ratings were what they were, what people's issues were with the movie, I really don't. I thought that it was a fantastic movie. I even cried for parts of it. It made you feel things for not real objects, not not real animals, not real whatever they're called, not real things. I cried for the different storylines. I was moved. Like, I laughed. um, And I thought it was a great... I'm not giving any spoilers in this, by the way. It was just a great way to wrap up that franchise. I, I don't have any issues. I think that they did a lot of setup. They... I was confused at the beginning. I was like, where are they going? Like, what are they doing? Because I I didn't remember the ending of the second movie, which I didn't like. But I think it had a great storyline. It had a great ending. I think it really closed off not only the newer storylines, but the older ones were revisited. And I think they closed those up very well. Um, I think when you go into this movie, you cannot expect it to be kind of a portrayal of dinosaurs roaming the earth and how it affects our lives. That is not what this movie is about. There is a conflict, and there is a quote unquote, bad guy. Like that there is a point to this movie. It is not just kind of how dinosaurs are how, how the dinosaurs have affected our lives like there is that but it there's like a there's there is a main bad conflict in the movie that i think that that's what is important i don't i don't know i read some of the the things or i heard some of the things that people were saying i just think people need to go in with zero expectations and just the love of the franchise and call it a day because if you go in like that You will enjoy it like I did. Might feel some things. Your girl was feeling bad for dinosaurs that don't even exist. (laughs) I I was feeling some things. I was like, I need to go home and hug Gimli after this movie. So, I highly recommend checking it out, please. This is one of those things. I know a lot of people have reviews, and then you're like, oh, I don't want to see that movie because this person said it was bad. This is the type of thing where I'm going to tell you: please do not listen to reviews. If you thoroughly enjoy Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, go see the movie yourself and form your own opinion. Yep,
1: always. And that's what, what, the what critics I'm say do it for you.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, critics are good for a lot of things, but if it's a if it's something that you love please go see it like Top Gun. If you are a fan of Top Gun, but it got terrible reviews, go see it anyway. That's like, it's kind of that it's kind of that mentality. Just go see it anyway. If it's something that you thoroughly enjoy and love, I'm really glad I did. And I have zero regrets. So that is what I'm going to say on that. That, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. And that is literally my trip. And then I left early the next morning. Um, there is so much that I have to share with you guys, like room tours, POVs, even videos of myself I tried to take this time. Um, I did not do any TikTok dances in the park. I kind of think that those are a little bit out of my scope, but I did like some, I hope that the things that I post, even just the pictures that I post, you can see the personality and the love that I have for the parks. I think that that's the main reason why I do what I do and the main reason why I even have this podcast Um, I love the people I have on, I love talking about the theme parks and I just hope that that comes across because I do a lot of things, but there are reasons why I do each of those things. And it's because I I take enjoyment out of those. Um, and I kind of just wanted, I know I took a week break, but I kind of just wanted to touch on that for a second, only because I know that I cannot please everyone Um, And I know that there is a bunch or there are a bunch of other creators in this space, but I will say the strictly or mostly predominantly universal creators, they really do not exist. Um, They exist in in my scope or my circle because I seek them out and I've become friends with a lot of them and like I know they're out there but the ones that are bigger um, and have a really big following, um, that there are very few for strictly universal. Um, A lot of them are Disney. um, And I hope that despite me not being Disney is still um, an enjoyment factor for you because I try to do new things, try new things, show you all the things just from my perspective and my interests and I also always want your feedback in terms of what you want to see and what opinions I can get for you so please don't be shy and let me know whatever whatever tickles your fancy and that was my deep
1: moment of the day I am sorry for going on this tangent you know what when there's more love for Universal when the new park opens and everybody starts coming over from Disney just know that you were there before it was cool Oh, speaking of the new park,
0: I have gotten countless uh, whispers. Uh, I will say you can probably, it's safe to say that Classic Monsters will be at Epic. And there may or may not be some other things that are whispers that will definitely be at at, uh, Epic. But that's more to come. I'm not allowed to share that. But I, the classic monsters part, I think, is, is what that's everyone's well anticipating. Yeah. And um, I'm just excited for that because I think that they deserve a lot more love than they're getting, especially with Halloween Horror Nights with all these houses that they're doing such a great job on. Um, I think a permanent staple at Epic would be great for sure. Yeah, that's
1: going to be really cool.
0: But uh, what is that, 2025, I think they said for Epic? Yeah, we've got a few more years. <laughs> so I'll be holding my breath while y'all are holding your breath but thank you for listening to my trip recap, y'all. This is probably going to be a very long episode and I'm sorry, but I also didn't want to split it in two because that just seems too easy for me. It's too, too easy. Y'all can just, you know, sit and relax and listen to the calming sound of my voice or something. But, uh, Angie, thank you for coming on, on this ride with me. Uh, Would you, would you like to plug your things since you're doing more art stuff on your Instagram
1: and need more love in your life? I, yeah, I do. Um, Yeah. So my Instagram is Angie underscore Annette underscore art. Um, Yeah. I've been trying to post more, definitely have some stuff lined up, but uh, yeah, you can follow me there. That's basically the only uh, social media I pay any attention to as Steph knows quite well. Yeah. She'd been painting some
0: gators. So go, go, go look at that stuff. You know, she she's getting her life together with, with her gators. She has a 3d printer and she's making a bunch of cool stuff. So keep on the lookout for that. Um, if I have no idea, uh, what next week's episode will be, but thank you for listening to this week's. If you made it this far, if you're new here, hello, I am stuffers. I you know i'm all about the theme parks especially universal orlando resort one day i will make it to hollywood but until then it'll just be universal orlando um i'm obsessed with et and i have a problem with being obsessed with et but that's okay um thank you for listening and tuning in to this episode of my trip recap i will be back in the next few months um and i will be doing volcano bay that trip. I will be seeing some new friends that I haven't ever met in my life before. Uh, it'll be it'll be another, you know, trip of firsts. But until then, you can catch me on TikTok Adventures with Stuffers. You can also catch me on Instagram, same handle Adventures with Stuffers. I do go live on Twitch, Twitch.tv/AsianZing95. That is AsianZing95, like the Buffalo Wild Wing sauce. Uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and also Saturdays. Uh, you can join my Discord, which is at the link of all of my social bios. Um, you can tweet at me. Uh, Twitter is AsianZing95. I am sure I'm missing a plug. Oh yeah, check out my blog where you can also listen to this podcast, AdventuresWithStuffers.com. I will be posting a blog about my hotel review, and maybe it'll be in my trip itinerary with with pictures and reviews and stuff. Um, and probably an Antihito's uh, food review. So please make sure to go check that out as well. Um, I will catch you on the next episode. I hope you have a great day, night, evening, week, uh, month poop session situation. And I'm going to go eat more pride cake. Happy pride, y'all. Thank you.